Tonight we are here at the Princess Twin Cinemas down in their gallery space, sort of underneath the, the cinemas. Uh, the Princess Cinemas are KW's premier art house in Uptown Waterloo and include the Princess Twin, where we're at tonight on King Street in Uptown Waterloo. It's a little bit bigger, showing a little more mainstream movies. And there's also, of course, the Princess Original, a smaller theater showing a really eclectic variety of films. It's sort of tucked away on Princess Street in Uptown Waterloo as well. And between these two cinemas, you've got an amazing, amazing variety of things to see and events taking place. Uh, from box office and Oscar winning hits, even just last week they were still screening everything everywhere all at once. Uh, they also have a ton of cool indie finds and international films, some awesome throwbacks as well. The Princess Original has actually been screening all of the Lord of the Rings movies, the extended editions, which I love. We're going to talk about a little bit later in the show. They also host concerts here, film festivals, book readings, and more. Tonight is actually the International Fly Fishing Film Festival happening at the Princess Twin Cinemas. If you can sort of hear the hustle and bustle behind me, uh, doors just opened here at the Princess Twin. The show starts at 7.30, but folks are here to take a look at some short and feature length films that have been produced by professional filmmakers from all corners of the globe showcasing the passion lifestyle and culture of fly fishing so sounds like a very cool event tonight definitely sounds like there's a full house above us right now and we are really happy to be here at the princess twin cinemas I got my popcorn beside me too, which is always a nice thing. <laughs> um, tonight I am joined by Matt Rappelt, our Midtown Radio sound technician. Sadly, my co-producer Derek Rydell is under the weather. We are wishing him well, but I've got Matt with me. Matt, how are you doing tonight? Hey, Allison. Good to be here tonight. Yeah, it's pretty. It sounds pretty full up there, honestly. <laughs> it definitely does sound pretty full. There is some like. There was some fishing jargon going on. Yeah. Up there. I didn't realize there were this many fly fishers sort of in this area, but they uh, they all seem to have made their way to the princess tonight, which is I love awesome. It. Yeah. Well, we haven't been to the princess in a while. When was the last time you were at Princess Cinemas? What do you think? I believe the last time that I was at Princess was to see the Oscar winning film Parasite, mm. which I think we came to see together. Oh uh, gosh, two years ago? Yes, and it scarred me for many weeks. <laughs> that was such a good film. I love that. that so, so good. good. I'm a bit of a squeamish person when it comes to films. Not to give too much away, but there was a certain scene where someone kind of creeped out from behind a staircase that would like appear in my dreams before bed. <laughs> it was a little bit hard to get out of my head, but... Yeah, definitely a well-done film and uh, fun to see it at a nice independent cinema. Absolutely. I mean, The Princess is always screening uh, incredible films. So mm. if you need to check out what's best uh, coming out of Hollywood or around the world, like this is the place to be. Yeah. And for fly fishing. <laughs> if I need to see a movie about fly fishing, I know where to go now. This is where you come. Yeah. Matt, I know that I feel like The Princess holds like a special place in your heart, you always talk about when you first moved to um, KW for school for at Laurier, you would come here like very, very regularly. 
yeah, this is uh, this is definitely a spot that uh, that was a big hangout for me uh, when I first came to Teachers College here. Um, gosh, that was oh man, I'm I'm, uh, I'm, I'm aging Six, myself now. Ago? I think a little bit. Yeah, seven years ago or so it was a while, but uh, the princess was. I think the first time I came here, it was just totally based on a recommendation, a soup recommendation, actually. <laughs> uh, the first time I came here was even before I moved here. It was, uh, the band was recording uh, an album, uh, Downtown Kitchener, and we were going to go visit a certain soup restaurant that was uh, no longer That no begins longer with a Z. <laughs> I wasn't even going to go that far. <laughs> An unnamed soup restaurant in downtown Kitchener. And then someone on the street said, hey are you going there for soup? And we said, yes. And they said, don't do that. Go to the <laughs> Princess uh, Cafe instead. And so that's how my bandmate and I uh, found our way to the Princess. And we did have a great bowl of soup. And then when I moved here a couple of years later, this was a regular haunt for me. I'd come for the movies. I'd come for the soup. I'd come for the yam witch. Uh, shout out to everybody who has had the yam witch <laughs> uh, from Princess Cafe. That is such a damn good sandwich it's a good one yeah so lots of love here for listeners that don't know also matt is my husband and we had our very first date at the princess cafe Aww. so it's always fun to be back here did i have a yam witch on that date no it was like an evening date we had a lemon meringue tart i'm sure that was also delicious <laughs> should have gone for the yam witch uh, well um enough about all this yummy food and stuff let's dive into our show a little bit we are going to uh get going with some music in a minute but we have a really exciting show coming up tonight um later in the show we're going to hear from local alternative hip-hop artist max sauce max sauce is releasing his brand new album on april 15th this weekend and he is hosting a huge album release party at dive bar to celebrate the lineup is awesome there's just a ton of fantastic artists coming together for a really fun night to celebrate this album release so we'll be chatting with max sauce all about the excitement leading up to this uh, album drop we're also going to give you a bunch of local arts and culture events happening this weekend in uptown and downtown as always, there's tons of local live music. There's another queer market returning to 44 Gockel. And Saturday morning cartoons are back at the Apollo Cinema. So stay tuned to find out more. Our first song of the night comes from Saffron A, who's going to be performing this weekend at the Yeti. This is their song, Reckless Driving. When we're in my fort. I can't focus on the road Catch your eye in the mirror Just one hand on the wheel Driving beside the river that winds I would rather you lie to me It's so cruel to be kind Cause I'm afraid this is a joke And it's on you even catch you laughing right as you kiss me and there's something that doesn't sit right when you hold me in your arms maybe i'm anticipating when the moment will be lost Give more than I can afford With one 
just heard Reckless Driving by Saffron A here on Midtown Radio. Saffron A is going to be performing at the Yeti Bar this Saturday alongside Fat Shide and the Merry Melodies. The Yeti is always such an awesome spot for a nice intimate concert so I feel like that'll be a really fun time on Saturday night. The show starts at 8 p.m. and tickets are $10. And I actually was really taken by uh, this song that I heard by Saffron A. This is um, one of two songs that were part of a collection called Sad Girl Songs Demos. Um, Apparently Saffron A wrote them during the lockdown, as many artists did choose to turn to music during that time. And these are actually just sort of in their demo form. But honestly, it's such a beautiful song beautiful messages. Um, So I'm sure it's going to be an amazing show on Saturday night. Definitely check it out if you're looking for some really great acoustic music along with Fat Shide and the Merry Melodies. Welcome back to On The Scene. If you're just joining us, my name is Allison Dijak and we're broadcasting here live at the Princess Twin Cinemas in Uptown Waterloo. Throughout the show, we are going to be chatting all about some fun local events happening in the arts and culture scene, and we're also going to be chatting with Max Sauce, a local hip-hop artist, ahead of his album release coming up this weekend. Tonight, I'm joined by Matt Rappolt on the sound in place of Derek, our usual engineer. Matt, you're having fun so far? 
I am indeed having a lot of fun so far. <laughs> Thanks for having me here. I know I'm no Derek. Uh, <laughs> and I know that Derek's listening out here. So he is. Derek, I'm not trying to fill your shoes here. I'm just doing the best I can. Derek, we miss you. We miss you, Derek. <laughs> Get well soon. Um, well, Matt, are you ready to talk about some events as we love doing for On The Scene? I am. I am ready to talk about some events. Let me cue that music. Okay. Shout out to local jazz fusion band Top Pocket, who uh, have our wonderful theme song for this season. This is their song, Wow, and it's been a lot of fun to use for our show this season. So, some things that I'm looking forward to this weekend. Uh, one of them is happening tomorrow night, Friday night, here in Uptown Waterloo at the Jazz Room. Um, the Nick McLean Quartet featuring Brownman Ali are coming to town. Now, this isn't a local group, but honestly, I have to give them a shout out because this group of musicians are just insanely insanely talented um midtown radio actually went to a christmas concert that they had at counterpoint brewing nick mclean was there on the keys brownman ali was there on the trumpet and it was one of the most engaging interesting compelling concerts that i've been to in a really long time honestly the musicianship was just so so incredible so they're coming back to town again, and if you are into jazz, sort of R&B fusion, um, this is definitely like Latin music fusion as well. This is the spot to be. Um, really talented musicians, and I think it's going to be a really fun night, Friday night. I'm Matt. just going to say that last time Brown Man Ali played here in Kitchener, he did an absolutely just like the greatest rendition of uh, Real Slim Shady. Yes, on the trumpet, that was how they opened the show. Absolutely <laughs> crushed it. And if the prospect of hearing Real Slim Shady on trumpet with a jazz fusion trio behind yeah. uh, the lead trumpeter doesn't just want to get you out to that show, I don't know what will. Yeah. Some good stuff. Yeah. So I might want to go to that show. <laughs> so if you're looking for a fun night of some amazing jazz music, uh, hit up the jazz room on Friday night. Show starts at 8 p.m. and tickets are $18. Matt, what are you excited for this weekend? All right, Allison. Um, I got to give you the full pump up advert for this. Do you <laughs> like cereal? Yes. Do you like cartoons? Yes. Do you like public service announcements? <laughs> yes, I Do guess. you like the decades 1950 through to 1990? Even though I don't think we were around to witness those decades. I was there for two of those years. They sound good. <laughs> I was only there for one of them. Wait. That makes sense, yeah. Uh, no, you... <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. Uh-oh, math. math. Skills. Uh, anyways, I think we both love those decades, even though we don't get to experience them firsthand. Mm -hmm. uh, but all that's to say that there is cereal, cartoons, public service announcements, and retroness happening at the Apollo Cinema this Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. Now, you and I have gone to this... Uh, this particular event a few times and it is honestly one of the most fun events in Kitchener Waterloo. Yeah. You have families there, you have you know, uh, people who are, you know, mid-20s. You have, like, all the different generations coming together to watch these great cartoons. Saturday morning cartoons at the Apollo Cinema featuring mm -hmm. all-you-can-eat cereal. And I got to ask you, Allison, what cereal are you most excited for? Um, 
Um, oh, there's like a lot. I like the Lucky Charms always because I never have ever purchased those for myself. Um, so it's fun to get them there. I'm also like a big sucker for corn pops. I know they're not that exciting, but I just really, really like corn pops. Um, I once so wrote that's an always a go-to for corn pops. Like you know how they had the back oh, of the box. Oh yeah. Did you um, win a prize or something? No, I don't think I ever actually sent it in. I think like <laughs> two or three years ago when I was hunting in my parents' basement, I Aww. found this like little paper that said I when I get dressed in the morning and come downstairs and have my bowl of Kellogg's corn pop <laughs> cereal, it makes it for a great day. Oh my god! But I think that's as far as I got in the essay. I don't yeah. think I won any prizes for it. <laughs> well, if anyone out there is listening to this and craving some sugar cereal, definitely hit up the Apollo on Saturday morning. Matt and I will almost likely will definitely be there <laughs> um it starts at 11 a.m and honestly it's like a really good deal as well um tickets are 20 dollars, and you get three hours of curated cartoons along with some really funny retro commercials and psas they put in there and you get all you can eat cereal so great way to spend your morning uh, and afternoon in downtown kitchener I have one more event that I want to give a shout out to. Um, as I mentioned, the Princess Original uh, Cinema loves showing some sort of throwback movies, some older uh, favorites of people's, and they have been showing the extended editions of all of the Lord of the Rings movies. So this weekend on Saturday, they are showing Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, the extended edition. Now, I don't know how long this would be, but I feel like that's a commitment from some people. So that's like, that's pretty awesome that they're showing this. Um, are you a Lord of the Rings fan, Matt? I would say I'm a medium Lord of the Rings yeah. fan. I have seen Lord of the Rings a few times, um, mm -hmm. and I like it, but I've never read the books. Was never super invested. I was more of a Star Wars okay. uh, fanatic, but, uh, but yeah, I like Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I feel like I'm similar. My older brother was really big into Lord of the Rings, um, so I always watched them growing up and, and, you know, enjoyed the series for sure. So I love that the princess original is, um, putting this on and I'm actually seeing on the website that there's going to be an intermission. Uh, it's 224 minutes running time with a 15 minute intermission. So if you are ready for a full, full afternoon of Lord of the Rings, the two towers, princess original is the place to be. <laughs> I feel like there needs to be more intermission. I don't know. Well, when do you pee? I guess that intermission. During the intermission, yeah. But that's a long time to go. <laughs> it Especially is. if you're at a cinema, you got like the extra large pop. Yeah. You may well, need to frequent the bathroom more than one time. Yeah, you got to plan your journey accordingly, just oh like gosh. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> plan your movie watching journey accordingly. <laughs> I feel like we need better math skills if we were going to do this cinema experience. Maybe. Our math skills from the 90s generation was not as good. Pretty so we need bad. to plan this, <laughs> really sit down with a pen and paper before we go to the Lord of the Rings yeah, all and sit good. through all of that cinema. Yeah, but <laughs> definitely a fun event put on uh, by Princess Cinemas this weekend. Um, if you want to check out some more events, our website is full of different music, film, festival, stage, comedy, shows, event listings, and more. Um, you can head to On The Scene KW and check out some more information about all of these things happening. 
Now, before we get into our interview tonight, we are going to hear one more song from a local artist that is also performing this weekend. Um, Dana Kay is part of local rock band Dana Kay and the Remedy, and they put on a stellar performance. They used to um, perform at Descendants all the time, and I remember seeing them there uh, for a friend's birthday party. So much energy, just what a fun show. Um, But Dana also performs as an acoustic duo, DKHB. Um, Dana and her bandmate Howie do a little nice acoustic set and they are going to be at the Duke of Wellington this Saturday at 8 p.m. But for now we're going to hear one of her full band songs. This is Dana Kay and the Remedy.
You just heard Nothing by Dana Kay and The Remedy here on On The Scene on MidtownRadio.ca. Dana is going to be performing along with her bandmate Howie as a nice acoustic duo at the Duke of Wellington this Saturday at 8 p.m. Welcome back to On The Scene. My name is Allison Jack, and we are here live broadcasting tonight at the Princess Twin Cinemas in Uptown Waterloo. And we're down in the gallery space. And I have to give a shout out to the artist that is currently um, showing their work here. Their name is Sieb Hutzma. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, S-I-E-B-E is their first name and H-O-U-T-S-M-A. A is their last name. They have this wonderful collection. It's called Simply Abstract. It's uh, paintings, paper mache masks, and wire sculptures. So we're just surrounded by this really, really stunning artwork right now. So definitely a fun place to be for the evening. Now, one of our favorite things to do at On The Scene is to interview folks that are helping make our local arts and culture scene a better place. Tonight, we're going to hear from Maxos, an alternative hip-hop artist from right here in the region. Maxos is uh, from Kitchener, Ontario. He began his journey with his first guitar on his seventh birthday. With beginnings in the local metal and punk scene, he managed to transpose the aggression of heavier music into his brand of hip-hop, releasing his Mac the Martian EP in 2022. Maxos is about to drop his sophomore EP on all platforms on April 15th. It's called Better Days, and it reaches into some deeper topics about substance abuse, misdiagnoses, and recovery. So earlier in the week, I had the chance to sit down with Max Sauce and hear all about his upcoming album and sort of dig into the local music scene and why he values collaborating with other artists of all genres. So here is our conversation now. Welcome to On The Scene, Maxos. Thanks for having me today. <laughs> yeah, excited to finally chat. I know you uh, reached out about the new album a while ago, so it's finally coming out this week. Yeah, I'm so excited. It's been about a year and a half in the making, and wow. it's finally coming true. I'm really excited about it. You know, yeah. it's, it's been like a childhood dream to put out my own record since I was a little kid, so now it's finally happening, you know? <laughs> cool. Feeling yeah. any nerves or mostly um, excitement? Mostly of? excitement, yeah. Good. That's good. That's good. So you said it's a childhood dream. When did you first start writing songs? So I got my first guitar when I was seven years old for my birthday. Nice. I made my first song probably around like 12, 13. Okay. And then ever since then, I've just always wanted to be a musician, you know? Yeah. And it wasn't until probably the grade 10 when I played my first show just with my acoustic guitar. Mm -hmm. I couldn't sing, but I got in front of (laughs) 2,000 people and sang at a school assembly and just to see if I could do it, you know? And I haven't looked back ever since. Love it. You need that confidence to be a performer. Former, uh, what were the songs you were writing about? What were they about when you were, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15, When I was 16? a kid, <laughs> I used to, I always really liked poetry and writing in general. Nice. So I always had a lot of like big concept songs and stuff, you know, like talking about what I thought life was about then, but realistically, like, what did I know at 13, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But uh, you got to start somewhere, right? And then they grow and evolve 
mm-hmm. as you go on. Um, I see that you actually started in the local metal and punk scene. Yes, I did. Yep. Yeah. Was that was that in Kitchener? Did you? Yes, grow up that in was town? mostly in Kitchener. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was that like back in the day? Was were you? Uh, performing at you know open mics or like metal nights or yeah things like so that. my very first band was a band called whisper whisper we were a billy talent tribute oh, so we played that. on like the tribute band circuit quite a bit it was okay. lots of fun yeah it was a band that i really idolized when i was a kid you know so mm-hmm. it was cool to play their songs live nice yeah, yeah. and uh what were some of the places you were playing in kw what were some oh, of the we venues? did uh the first place we did was harmony lunch yes and we Love did uh, Chainsaw too a couple of times, Boathouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, RIP to all of those places. I know, <laughs> it's so sad. I, I loved the Boathouse. In, yeah. my, in my metal band, Cerberus, we got like a wall of death going where like they split in the middle and then yeah. they ran at each other. Okay. Oh, it was crazy. That was <laughs> such a core memory for me now is just remembering that day. <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah. All those venues were really, really I feel like special places for bands that were starting out, right? They were like the right size, you know, you didn't need to have like a humongous following to play them. You could, you know, you could get 30 people in a room and it'd feel pretty full. Yeah, I love those venues. Yeah, (laughs) they were really special. It's hard that we're kind of seeing this shift now in like the local music scene. There's places still like that, but I feel like they're a little bit harder to come by now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, So... When did this switch from Billy Talent tribute band, metal, punk scene, when did the shift to hip hop happen? So dominantly during COVID. It was mostly during COVID because like some of the band members were afraid to get sick. Some of them thought Mm -hmm. it was Russia and politics and stuff. And I just wanted no part of any of that. You know, Mm -hmm. I just wanted to do my own thing. And I had been rapping since about 2015 on my own. Like I used to work at a slaughterhouse and hanging chickens. I'd be freestyling and stuff, but (laughs) I I never really thought I'd actually do it. But the chance came and I just ran for it, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, hip hop is something that I'm assuming it's a little bit easier to work on on your own. You know, you can work on the beats kind of on a computer or with like a little synth or something versus like a metal band you kind of have to be together you got the instruments have the band practices see and and that's one thing i didn't learn until i was in a band is how hard it is to get five guys on the same page Mm -hmm. at all times like Mm -hmm. it's near impossible (laughs) yeah it is yeah as someone who plays in a band as well it's like scheduling band practice is just a lot or being all yeah on the same page about where you want the music to go where you want the song to go what performances you want to do or don't want to do like it's Mm -hmm. it's a lot you got to work as a unit kind of yeah it's not easy to find those right people for that either Mm -hmm. you know so yeah exactly so you kind of made this shift to hip-hop um during the pandemic do you find that there's similarities between the two genres like are you drawing inspiration from those metal and punk days when you're crafting your hip-hop songs or kind of was it a fresh start no i absolutely still draw inspiration from metal and punk that's just Mm -hmm. what embodies my musical interest is that that angst almost you know the the politically driven lines and stuff it's it's just who i am i guess as a person so it comes naturally in my hip-hop and uh i'm actually trying to I have a couple of shows that I'm playing on punk bills. Okay, so cool. I'm trying to like blend the scenes together because, but in the in the beginning, the hip hop and punk rock scenes were unified; they were together, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very important for us as a as a culture, as a scene, as a city in general. Is getting back to supporting each other and mm-hmm. being one music scene again. You know, that's my main goal is 
try and bring people together, you know? Totally. Yeah, actually, a lot of the artists that I've been um, interviewing on the show this season, especially, have been talking about wanting to collab more between any independent artist, mm-hmm. right? doesn't matter what genre you are, as long as you kind of have that same mindset about wanting to perform, wanting to make people feel good with your music or feel something with your music you know having these kind of mixed bills where you maybe have a screamo band but then a like a hip-hop artist as well and just kind of making that happen like making that collaboration happen Mm -hmm. yeah i think it's super important and i think it stems back even to musical history the people who step outside the box and collab Mm -hmm. with people who no one saw coming that's the kind of stuff that makes history you know and that's kind of where I'm driven towards lately. <laughs> totally. Very cool. Um, so I was looking through your song releases online and I see your first release was from 2021 called Gucci Fanny Pack. Yeah, uh, that's my mom's favorite song. <laughs> okay, nice. Uh, was that the first? So- that was the first hip hop song you would have released, right? Yeah, that's the first one I released. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But was that the first song you had ever recorded or had you done like metal recordings in the past or independent recordings? Uh, so I have an album out with my old band, Sir Barris, too. Okay. That was my first released album release as a musician nice but yes as far as the hip-hop goes that was my first hip-hop release yeah so gucci fanny pack yeah. what do you what do you remember about recording that first song how did uh, it feel i uh i remember thinking like this is way different for me you know like yeah. <laughs> going into that i still wasn't like fully like head into being a rapper yet you know i was just trying to do it for fun But like after listening to it enough, I was like, yeah, okay, I can do this, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Did it feel strange? Like, did you feel self-conscious at all about like releasing something in a totally new genre? Like worried about what people might think or anything? Or were you kind of feeling good about it? I was feeling good about it. I'm never really the kind of person to be afraid (laughs) what people think, you know? That's good. Oh, man, we need more of that, honestly. Yeah, shameless. Cool. You know? <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Confidence. Though, yeah, that's key. Definitely. Yeah. Um, what are some of your inspirations when it comes to hip hop and rap music? What do you like listening to or what do you get inspired by? I uh, It's hard to say these days because lately I've been trying to work on new music and I've really only been listening to my own music just okay. to kind of evolve it. Mm-hmm. But like in the beginning, it was a lot of like Mercules and like Tom McDonald, too. I really love his message. And um mm-hmm. Even going back, like KRS-One, Immortal Technique, all those old school guys too. It's, okay. I really like the way, the artists that like construct their lyrics and mm-hmm. you know form them in a specific way that you really have to listen to it to understand what they're talking about and a yeah. deep message. You know, like yeah. I really like that art form. Mm-hmm. So are you maybe more of like a lyrics guy yeah. more than kind of the beat or like the the melody. Oh kind yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah. I have been trying to get more melody in my newer music. Mm-hmm. Just because it's kind of growth, I think. Yeah. I want to have music that's on the radio someday, you know. I, w- I want to be able to buy my mom a house and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah. yeah. Um, so when you're making these songs, do you work with like a producer or someone that's kind of helping you form these beats or melodies? Like how does that process kind of work going from a a poem or lyrics into that full track. So it's always been the same for me since I started hip hop. I've had the same producer since the start. His name's Young Jay. He's from here in Kitchener. Oh, nice. Um, I got a, I quit. I mentioned earlier I worked at the slaughterhouse. And when I quit there, when I had enough of that, I started mm-hmm. a job in a furniture factory. Okay. And he worked there and we started talking. I wasn't even a rapper yet, but I was like, I want to try it. And he made beats, right? Mm-hmm. So he sent me a beat and it ended up being my biggest song now, Mac the Martian. It's nice. got like... 
I don't even know, over 70,000 plays in total. Amazing. And, uh, Congratulations. He just understands what I need, you know, and I like having that relationship with the producer because a lot of artists spend a lot of money on their beats and they don't really have that connection. Mm-hmm. And it's almost now like he knows what I want next. He yes. sees my growth and he pays attention to what I'm doing. And it's just a great relationship. That's awesome. Nice to find someone local too, right? Yeah. You don't have to be driving to Toronto to make your music or something. You can just have yeah. someone that you can be constantly working on a project together with. Exactly. Yeah, most of this Better Days album, he uh, produced, engineered, and mixed for me too. So Very cool. it's kind of as much his as it is mine. And we're kind of like partners in rhyme, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, let's dive into the album a little bit. So uh, you're releasing your brand new album, Better Days. Um, you said this has been like a year and a half in the making. Yeah. Um, when did you start writing these songs? What was kind of the inspiration behind these new tracks? So Better Days, the title track, that song is about losing friends to drugs and stuff like mm-hmm. that, like losing friends to a bad path. And... It's kind of like the song is calling out my like childhood best friend and like saying like, listen, like we lost a really good friend when we were in high school and I don't want to lose you too. You know, I don't want to mm-hmm. lose another friend. That's what that song is about. That's a big part of the album is focusing on mental health, mm-hmm. focusing on like addiction and struggle and stuff like that. And yeah, that's kind of what I tried to tackle with this one, calling it better days because there's better days coming for everybody who tries to reach for them, you know, and recovery is possible. Mm-hmm. Recovery is very possible. Mm -hmm. I hope anybody listening right now understands that you can get clean. You can do what you need to do in life. We believe in you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's a really important message and something Mm -hmm. that can be hard to write about honestly, right? To be able to dig into those emotions. Um, But then it it often leads to really powerful music that people are going to connect with. Yeah. I have a song called I'm going to be all right. And that's about my own struggle with addiction. Mm -hmm. And, um, that's I has like a chant in the song and when I hear people chant that back to me in, in concert it just means the world to me yeah. like, it's so powerful and it just reinstates my strength for all of that staying sober and stuff mm-hmm. and I just hope it helps people too you know yeah, yeah of course yeah yeah I mean hip-hop isn't there's so many different things that you can be singing about and and rapping about in hip-hop and these issues are are so so important mm-hmm. yeah what um what song are you most proud of or most excited um to get out into the world from the album oh there's a song called flashbacks on that record and i'm really proud of how i put that song together Mm -hmm. and like the subject matter of the song it's about like misdiagnosis during your childhood and how Mm -hmm. that can affect you in your adult life Mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm just really proud I got that out of my mind and onto paper because a lot of people who struggle with misdiagnosis as a child really struggle in their adult life to deal with their mental health and stuff. Mm-hmm. So to be able to have the willpower, I guess, to put that on paper and use it as a tool to try and help other people, is, I'm just really proud of it, you know? Good. Wow. Very exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the album comes out on April 15th. Yep. Um, and you're having a big party to celebrate. Yes, I'm so excited. <laughs> big about release it. show. Yeah, it's gonna be at Dive Bar in Uptown Waterloo. Um, you have a ton of people joining you that night. Yes. Tell me a little bit about uh, how this group came together. How you chose these people to join you on stage and celebrate with you. So every artist on this bill is someone from my first year of being an artist. They were there when I was growing, and they saw me grow. I grew with them, you know, like mm-hmm. an LMG. 
They're on the bill. They're a group of friends of mine from Toronto. Okay. Uh, during my first year, I spent a lot of time in Toronto doing open mics and showcases and mm -hmm. such. And we kind of grew together as artists. And then I have uh, my buddy Big Swish on there too. We just dropped a collab EP earlier this year. It passed 300,000 streams on Spotify. So that's wow. pretty cool. Yeah, I was listening to it this morning. Yeah, it's, it's fun. It was different for me. It was kind of party music, not yeah. what I'm used to making, but it was fun. Yeah. And then Young Jay, I mentioned him earlier. He's performing too. He's my producer. Awesome. It's nice to have him. And then my buddy Manatee's on that too. He's the co-headliner. Manatee actually put me on my first bill as a hip-hop artist. He was uh, in my bands too. Okay. We kind of made the switch together. We used to drive to band practice together. And yeah. uh, we started like freestyling on the way there. We kind of made the switch together. Mm -hmm. So it's nice to have him. He's always down to ride. Um, yeah. And then I got uh, Blizzaro and Elemental too. I met them recently actually. But they're super talented artists. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited to have them out. Yeah, wow. I think that's everybody. Yeah. Oh, and I also have 23 Dreams DJing too, and he's another engineer of mine. Nice. He's a very talented DJ. Yeah. Wow. Sounds like it'll just be like a nice supportive community that yes. is there to just like perform, have a great time, make everybody make everybody feel good, right? Exactly. I, that's what I wanted. I wanted it to be an event that everybody is a part of the mm -hmm. The headlining event you know everybody had a piece in every artist on the bill actually has a song on the record oh, like cool. a feature okay so they're all gonna get to be on stage with me during the headline set and everything oh that's yeah. unreal wow yeah that's really that's so so special like to be able to create the album and then celebrate it properly you yes. know it's hard when we were releasing music during the pandemic and it was like oh we'll do a live stream or something yeah. to celebrate it and it's just so nice to get back to like we can appreciate this music in person together perform mm -hmm. the songs as they were recorded especially with your collaborators like having them there to do um to do their parts of the songs live like that is that's really really special yeah i'm excited yeah wonderful um if people want to grab tickets or come join the show this weekend how can they how can they get tickets or find out more so i made it so you only there is no advanced tickets you can okay. just pay at the door cool i figured that might help get people there earlier so they can mm -hmm. support my friends too totally that's kind of what i'm aiming for so yes get if you want to come out dive bar waterloo come early uh mm -hmm. show starts at eight doors are at seven okay so first come first serve cool how much night. are tickets at the door uh, 15 bucks awesome yeah and honestly 15 bucks for like a humongous lineup like that's yeah, gonna be a, a full, very talented lineup too yeah yes. that's gonna be a full full night of music it's gonna be good very exciting um any other big shows on the horizon i know we were chatting before this that you're going to be heading to london playing yes. london music hall soon that's an unreal venue i'm very excited about that yes <laughs> that's probably the biggest show i've done to date and i'm really looking forward to being on that stage i saw my first concert there when i was a kid okay i saw some 41 there i was in grade four about 10 years old <laughs> and that was the day where i was like i want to be on that stage someday and here i am finally being on that stage yeah <laughs> now you're gonna be opening for chris webby yeah yeah very cool um are you hoping for more local shows on the horizon i know you have this big one you've been working for but are you gonna try to do uh another little run of any more local shows soon yeah i've got a couple more lined up i'm gonna be in guelph on april 22nd i'm doing a punk show nice. just to kind of like bridge the gap between the two scenes mm -hmm. try and work on that and uh i think that's it actually 
after the album release. Cool. But I'm going to be trying to play more Kitchener shows too because Mad Child was my first hometown show yeah. there last weekend. And that was crazy. So many people came up to me and said they heard me before and they liked my music. It was just really cool to see that from a hometown crowd. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Maxwell's is so good about getting local openers for mm-hmm. these these big touring bands like Mad Child is a huge artist. I was looking them up and that's that's an, an amazing person to be able to share a bill with and yeah. kind of add that to your resume, right? Yeah, so uh, amazing sure. to get in front of that many people. I always really appreciate what Maxwell's does in that in that regard. Like they have a big, big touring artist coming through and they'll get a local band or a local yeah. opener uh, sharing the stage with them. That's yeah. really special. Paul Maxwell actually owns the jam hall that I rehearse at. Oh, okay. And I have a lot of respect for him because yeah. all the bands in there are the bands that are really prevailing in the scene right mm-hmm. now. And it's in hand, it's because of him, you know, because he has that space op- available for artists to rent out. Totally. And that's really helping with the music scene. Like yeah. Big respect to him for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a wonderful to see this this strong music scene that we have in Kitchener Waterloo. You know, we're not a humongous city, we're not Toronto or anything, but the amount of music and music collaboration that is going on in this city is pretty wild. Mm-hmm. Like even at Midtown Radio, we still are finding ourselves finding new bands, new artists all the time yes all the time yeah and like diving into different scenes and finding like 10 new bands that we didn't know about or something so there's some good bands here yeah it's a really special really special music scene we have here yes i'm just hoping in this in this year and the coming years that we start going out and supporting each other Mm -hmm. you know more like to the maximum because that's what really is going to define us as a scene as a city exactly yeah, the inclusion yeah. and all of that right yeah and that's what that's what our show on the scene is about we're trying to tell people about what's happening in our city and what to go check out right yeah so yeah well it was so wonderful to chat with you about this max sauce and just a really exciting weekend ahead that you have the yeah. album release and the big show um if people want to find out more about your music and catch that album release um where can they follow you online? Uh, so I'm on Instagram. My Instagram is at lowkey, L-O-W-K-E-Y underscore mastermind, M-A-S-T-E-R-M-I-N-D. And then I'm on Facebook too. I have an official artist page as Maxos, M-A-C-S-O-S. Perfect. And you have to put the line through the O though. Yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the secret. <laughs> Perfect. Well, definitely all of our listeners out there, check out Maxos, his new album better days is going to be releasing on april 15th and you can also head to dive bar this weekend to party the night away at his album release concert thanks so much for chatting (laughs) today very much for having me that was my conversation with max sauce we're going to hear one of his tracks now gucci fanny pack that we talked about in the interview here it is enjoy Fanny pack on a brand new Sandra. She's a bad bitch smoking till there's none left. BBS down and flex, sitting just above her chest. Keeping it a hundred every day, we always staying blessed. Manifest everything you're gonna get. Yeah, and don't forget I'm living blessed. Cause I focus, recollect. Put my mind to the grind. I will, will protect the fruits of the hustle. Yeah, when I collect. Fuck tattoos, I'm gonna keep my fruits. Make a fresh million, give back to my roots. I am in control of everything that I make. 
manifest I can see right through the matrix and the things that are coming next Gucci fanny pack on a brand new sundress She's a bad bitch smoking till there's none left VVS diamond flex sitting just above her chest Keeping it a hundred every day we always say I'm blessed Only motherfucker in a hundred mile distance Gotta keep in this like the gems shine glisten Old lady looking at me like my name was Pablo Pre-identifying other humans is a problem If you didn't cuss I can't lie yeah I got some Halfway gone and I swear that I just got one Everyone dressing like I stick out like a sore thumb If you feel that last line bump this like an anthem Gucci fanny bag on a brand new Sanjay She's a bad bitch smoking till there's none left BVS diamond flex sitting just above her chest Keeping it a haunted every day we always staying blessed Gucci Fanny Pack from local hip-hop artist Max Sauce. He's going to be celebrating his album release of his new album Better Days this weekend on April 15th. So definitely check out the album or head to Dive Bar in Uptown Waterloo for his album release show on Saturday. Now, every week for On The Scene, we bring you a listing of a ton of local events happening in Uptown Waterloo and downtown Kitchener. So this weekend in music on Friday night, you can catch Kevin Coates and Dawn at the Duke of Wellington pub. The Nick McLean Quartet featuring Brownman Ali will be at the Jazz Room. Boreal is going to be at Registry Theatre. Jesse T is playing at the Rich Uncle Tavern. And Fat Shide and the Merry Melodies and Saffron A will be performing at the Yeti Bar. On Saturday night, the DKHB duo will be at the Duke of Wellington. Jamie Shea will be at the Falls View Road Pub. Leash, a tribute to Pearl Jam, will be at the Hub in downtown Kitchener. DJ Good Doctor is going to be doing a Nirvana spotlight um, at the Jane Bond. Hopefully he's in better health for that than he is tonight. (laughs) Uh, The Women in Jazz series continues at the Jazz Room this weekend with the Danielle Bassels Quartet. And Daryl Romp will be at the Rich Uncle Tavern. And if you're looking for some entertainment on Sunday night, um, Hub New Music will be at the KW Little Theatre. And Stephen Faring and the Sentimentals will be at the Registry Theatre. And... That's actually all the events that we have for this weekend. Oh, wait, I was going to give one more shout out. Sorry. Um, One little market that is happening this weekend at 44 Gockle. Um, There is this wonderful group called, I believe, Midnight Earth Collective. Uh Uh-oh, I'm going to look it up because I'm going to get it wrong. Give me one second. There is um, basically a queer art market that is happening at 44 Gothel this weekend. It is called um, April Showers Bring. Just a second. Uh oh. April Showers Brings Gay Flowers Market. <laughs> I love that. I wanted to look it up so I got it right. Um, this is uh, put on by Midnight Earth Collective. Sorry, that's the name of them. Um, and they bring together over 25 different 
LGBTQIA um, artisans and vendors, um, different small business owners, and they are going to be at 44 Gockel on Friday uh, from 4 till 9 p.m. and Saturday from 12 till 5 p.m. Um, gift bags are going to be there for the first 10 people that show up and it is free entry or an option to donate to okay to be me at the door. So if you're looking for some awesome art, want to support uh, the queer community in town, head to April Showers Brings Gay Flowers. <laughs> no, Brings Gays Flowers. Oh my gosh. Tripping all over my words tonight. But you get it. There's a great art market happening in town. Uh, if you want to check out any more of those details for our events, you can always head to our website on the scene kw.ca. Uh, we're going to hear one more song from a local musician that is planning a very special event coming up next weekend, actually. Wanted to give you a little bit of a promo before it's uh, getting too close. Mary Catherine Pisano is a former guest of On The Scene. We chatted with her last year around Christmas time, and she is going to be putting on a Judy Garland Centennial Celebration. Um, this is going to be three separate events happening Friday, Saturday, and Sunday next weekend. Um, there's two events happening at the registry, a concert and sort of a presentation from a historian, and also a movie screening at Princess Cinemas. So let's hear a song now from Mary Catherine. Um, this is her tune. Matt, give me the name of it. I can't believe you're in love with me. Oh. What a kind thing to say. <laughs> this is Mary Catherine Pisano with I Can't Believe You're In Love With Me. Your eyes are blue, your kisses too. I never knew what they could do. I can't believe that you're in love with me. You're telling everyone I know. I'm on your mind each place you go. They can't believe that you're in love with me. I have always placed you far above me I just can't imagine that you love me So after all is said and done To think that I'm the lucky one I can't believe that you're in love with me Your eyes are blue, your kisses too I never even knew what they could do I can't believe that you're in love with me You're telling everyone I know I'm on your mind each place you go They can't believe that you're in love with me I've always placed you far above me I really can't imagine that you love me So after all is said and done To think that I'm the lucky one I cannot believe that you're in love with me
You've been listening to Mary Catherine Pisano, local jazz singer. She is going to be hosting a wonderful tribute to Judy Garland next weekend. If you want to check her out on Instagram, you can head to MC Jazz Vocalist and get all the details about that wonderful event. Well, that is all the time we have for On the Scene tonight. Thank you so much to our sponsor, the Uptown Waterloo BIA, for helping us put this show together every week and bring it to you, all of you listeners. We always love hanging out in Uptown Waterloo. Big thanks to Princess Cinemas for letting us be here tonight. We've been down in the gallery area of the Princess Twin Cinemas here on King Street and uh, surrounded by some lovely art and a very, very busy crowd upstairs. On the Scene is produced by Danielle DeVoe, Derek Rydell, and myself, Allison Dijak. And thank you as well to Matt Rappold for helping us out on the soundboard tonight. My guest this evening was hip-hop artist Max Sauce, and big shout-out to him for uh, joining us, and uh, hope that the album release goes well this weekend. Uh, next week, where are we heading to, Matt? We are going to be at Short Finger Brewing in downtown Kitchener. Yeah, we're very excited to head back to Short Finger. Last time we were there it was the summer. We were out on the patio, so we're going to be inside this time. We're going to be sitting down with Brian Scheid. Um, he was the former general manager of Chainsaw, a venue that we always you know, hear about when we're sort of reminiscing on the awesome local entertainment and uh, places to be back in the day. Back in the day. I don't know when Chainsaw closed, maybe three years ago or so. Um, Brian Scheid also uh, helped put together a lot of awesome local concerts and plays in a handful of bands as well. So really excited to sort of get his take on the local music scene and hear about all the shows that he has coming up. We're also going to be chatting a little bit with uh, the folks from Short Finger. We're going to be chatting with Rob Hearn to hear about an upcoming festival that they have. So it should be a great show. Very excited for next week. Um, If you stay tuned to Midtown Radio at 8 o'clock, you can hear a new episode of Afro Nights with Digi Millennials. This is a great collection of music highlighting African talent and excellence with your host, Peter Pierce Alosia. And I believe, Allison, Afro Nights is going to be delayed by just a few minutes. So there's going to be a couple of songs in there in between. But hang tight, everybody. (laughs) Afro Nights will be coming your way shortly after 8 o'clock. And I promise it's a good episode. It'll be worth it. No worries. We actually had one more artist that we wanted to uh, play tonight. So uh, you know what? I can intro the song a little bit more than I had planned to. Um, The last song we're going to hear for the night then as we get our next show queued up is from local singer-songwriter Amanda Brom. Uh, I actually had the pleasure of seeing Amanda a few weeks ago. Uh, She was part of a youth discovery showcase for Summer Folk, which is uh, a summer music festival hosted in Owen Sound every year. And they host kind of this like youth audition process where um, young people can audition to be part of the music festival. And I was able to sit on the panel 
um, the judges panel at the Guelph auditions a few weeks ago and Amanda performed alongside a bunch of other wonderfully talented young people uh, and she was actually one of the artists that we put through to the next round so Amanda is going to be um, auditioning once again performing once again in Owen Sound at the end of the month and uh, I believe she's the only artist from KW so we're wishing her all the best hope that things go well and hopefully she'll be at summer folk in owen sound this summer so we're gonna end off our show tonight with a song from amanda brahm i'm allison dijack and you've been listening to on the scene we'll see you all next week So summer